This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster. We join our players once again in between their missions, dealing with things at home, trying to figure out who they are. Mr. Welker discovering a mysterious garden, Ashton and Darkblade dealing with new romance and romances we've already seen, all dealing with dangers that they may yet understand. What is the name of your youngest, I'm sorry, your youngest, your your son? He is the only son that you have. Kyle. Kyle. Little Kyle Welker. All right, Kyle. Um... I think that there's a situation where you guys might be doing some kind of family stuff. You've got kind of a night to yourself. Um, you don't have to do things for work, but there's a slight situation in which both in which your wife, uh, Julia is kind of busy. And so while she might normally do fa some family stuff with you, she has to do something. Um, and Tara is also busy, whether it's with homework or she's hanging out with friends. So basically this would normally be time that you would do kind of a family thing with ideally the whole family, though being a 13 year old girl, Tara might not be as into that. But, um, in this situation, both Tara and Julia are not available to take part in this. What do you think? What's what's Julia up to that she's like I I can't tonight I'm I'm busy doing blah blah blah, maybe she's sick maybe she's working whatever it is she's attending like some sort of like um HOA conference or like a parent teacher thing um something wholesome and community oriented okay does does she work is a question or is she like uh or does she not you know I can't recall if we'd established that before based on our Based on her Google Docs, we know she dislikes Twilight. She's kind. She's shorter. That's what we've got on her, huh? Let's say, uh, let's say she doesn't work. Let's okay. say I make make the make all the bacon here. I'm gonna call her homemaker. Okay, so yeah, maybe she is doing that. She's going to like an HOA meeting. Mm -hmm. And um, is uh, is Mr. Welker not super into the HOA? Well, someone had to watch the kids or watch okay. Kyle. That's a good point. Yeah. And visiting her friends. That's right. Tara's Tara's hanging out with her friends. It's a Friday night. Uh, Ashton and Herbert are on their date. Tara's like, oh, I want to go to Stacy's house. So she's off doing that. And uh, Chase Welker is in a situation where Kyle is. It's maybe. I'm going to say like 6 p.m. So hardly late but it's in the beginning of the evening like the sun might start coming down sooner though in april it's still a little bit off and uh mr welker i think chase welker and uh decides like i don't know what to do kyle and i have been playing catch or something like that and let's go for a walk and so chase and kyle head out for a walk kind of around the neighborhood and you've only recently moved here. You've walked around the neighborhood with Kyle and Julia before. And you kind of go down some roads that you've encountered in the past. And it's not too far. You're only maybe like 
um, at the most, at the most, maybe like a mile and a half, two miles from the house, you wager based on like kind of how far you're walking. And um, one of the interesting things is you come by a park and it's a small park, a park that you haven't seen before, haven't noticed before. And you kind of look around at this park and one of the weird things is, um, again, aside from the fact that you haven't noticed it, though you feel you've been by here before, is like how idyllic it is. There's no other people there. There's kind of like, you can see birds, you can see a lot of flowers. It has almost like a, do you watch any of the Great British Baking Show? I do, actually. I fucking love that show. It looks like every other shot from the Great British Baking Show, where it's like, oh, this is idyllic so like beyond belief. Blacklands, for some reason, walking around. There are animals there. I think the animals, like, you see some, like, uh, there's a well, which looks weird, like an old-timey well. Um, and hanging out near the well, like, in the shadow of the well, like, kind of, like, to get out of the sun, is a, uh, a cat, like a fat orange cat. And um, there's a lot of birds, some squirrels, butterflies, that kind of deal. Um, could you make a sharp roll for me, Mr. Welker? Seven. Seven. All right. One of the things you notice is you're not super knowledgeable about this necessarily, but maybe um, because you've had to purchase a new house, you're having to landscape the house. You're looking around at some of the plants and some of the animals even, and you're going, wait a minute. Some of this doesn't quite make sense. There's rose bushes here, which can certainly grow in Florida, but there's also lavender. There's like all these birds, robins, starlings, finches, magpies, tits. Um, yeah, there's birds and plants that don't seem like they would grow in Florida at all. Okay. It's odd that they're here and they seem like all like they're all in bloom at the exact same time. And you had been looking up different plants and you're like, wait a minute, how the hell can anybody grow these here? The landscaper specifically told us we couldn't grow these in Florida. I'd like to have a, a word with that fellow. That guy, that son of a bitch. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so like the stuff that's growing here doesn't seem like it makes sense. And if you look okay. at some of the birds... You're like, wait, these are not, some of these birds are birds I have not seen in this area. And again, I'm only like two and a half miles from my house at the absolute most. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to enter this park on the assumption that someone very wealthy and very particular is sort of overseeing it. And I like to find out more. Sure. Um, I think you kind of hang out. Um, do you let Kyle kind of run around? Uh, it's a strange park. Uh, I mean, I think I'd like to be holding his hand. Sure. It's in, as a heads up, it's in like a residential neighborhood. So like all around you are houses. Yeah. Um, as opposed children, to like, I would assume that I'd be like always in sight or touch of them. I yeah. don't know. Maybe just give up after a while, just let them do whatever they want. As, as a heads up on the size of the park, um, so if an acre is the size of a football field, I think this is maybe like a third of an acre. Oh. Like between a third and a half. So it's 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 not this massive thing where unless he jumps into a bush you're, or down this well, like you're not going to lose sight of him. 
All right, I suppose I could let him just sort of do his thing within like a very close distance. Then he goes down the well. No, the um, I knew it. I, I knew, knew it, Austin. Uh, no, so I only have one kid. <laughs> Great. Meanwhile, Kyle grows strong, eating the grubs from yeah. the well. No, um, yeah, you, you're kind of like enjoying this. Kyle's running around. Maybe you guys can play catch again. Uh, maybe he like chases after like bugs. Maybe there's like a big cricket. He's like chasing after it. It turns out we were playing catch with a skull and he was yeah. chasing skulls. <laughs> yeah. He goes to pet the cat and the cat is a skull. No, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I think he does. I think he does go to pet the cat and the cat is like exceedingly lethargic. And the cat will kind of like let him pet it for a while. And if you come over near Kyle, um, the cat kind of like looks at you and then does that like, uh, uh, and bolts away thing that cats often do. Very cat-like. Yeah. Normal here. Um, but otherwise, this is kind of pretty standard. It starts to get late uh, later. The sun's maybe going down. And you're like, oh, shit. You look at your watch. I got to go back home. What's down the well? If you look down the well, ooh, I think there's a lid over it, like a wooden lid. Um, but I don't think it's locked. Kyle down it. How long till I heard the splash? Um, well, you don't hear the, the splatter of his skull on the dry well. <laughs> no, that's the, uh, where the skulls come from. That's where the skulls come from. No, I think there is like a wooden lid over it. And the wooden yeah. lid even has like some moss on it where it looks like it hasn't really been disturbed for a while. Uh, okay. Um, if you want to see if you can open it, that's that's fine by me, but I don't know if that's something you'd... No, that's fine. Okay. No, I wanted to face this part. So I'm going to move this along a little bit. So one of the one of the things is you're like, oh, okay. And uh, a day or two pass by, and um, you and Julia are in another situation where you're like, all right, it's family time. And maybe Tara is busy. Classic Tara. Classic Tara, always uh, out doing something. Uh, maybe there's a school dance, and you guys dropped her off. Okay. All right. So you and Julia are kind of walking with Kyle. Um, do you guys sometimes keep him in a stroller at five? I don't know if that's a thing you still do with a kid at five years old. Probably not, right? I, I, I would assume not. Okay. Sure. Yeah. At five years old, you're like maybe going into kindergarten. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So you're kind of walking around with him. And uh, the two of you, one of you can hold him and carry him for at least a little while. And um, one of the interesting things that you run into is you're walking and you're thinking about this park again. Okay. And as you're walking around in the same basic area where you would usually walk, where you had been walking with Kyle before, and this was the first time you saw this park, uh, you kind of walk around and you do not encounter this park at all. And I'm sure this is the same spot. Um, like you're not, you're trying to remember back to exactly where it was. And you're like, I could have sworn it was around here. Okay. So and if I'll you like kind of, out. Oh, go ahead. Comment how odd this is to Julia. I'd be like, I generally have a pretty good sense of direction. I swear. I saw this park with all these odd plants that I was told couldn't grow here. But now of course that you're here, I can't see it. So screw me. Right. <laughs> yeah. She says, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I wish there was a well. Years we get divorced when Kyle's in college. <laughs> uh, 
And then she stares at Kyle and says, unless. Um, yeah, no, she, five more years. Yeah. Where's that? Well, no, she, um, well, Kerr. <gasps> um, no, she, I think she'll say to you something like, oh, well, there's, do you mean such and such park? And she mentions another park and you're like, no, that's not it. That's another one. I think that's over here in this place. And she's like, well, there's a little one that's over here. And she mentions another one that again, is not what you're thinking of. You're like, I know where that is. That's also not this. And um, to kind of fast forward through this, if you go home and do what I would do in this situation and be like, all right, Google maps, where's this fucking park? And you kind of look around you cannot find it. Okay. So you look you look what, into areas what and you is think, in the spot where I think it should be. Say again. What's in the spot where I think it should be? It's just neighborhoods, and you're not positive of exactly where. That's one okay. of the things that's a little bit annoying, where you're like, I think it's between this and this and this. And that's a pretty big area of like a larger neighborhood. But when you look through that, there aren't any parks that you find are the kind of parks that she was mentioning where you're like, I know it's not that. Okay. Would Mr. Welker head out looking for this on his own? If he's between jobs. Yeah. Why not? Sure. I think that there is a lot of downtime kind of in your job. Um, as far as you know, Lorcor is giving you kind of like a pretty long leash where they're like, oh, look for this stuff. When you find it, we got to know about it. And there are probably leads that you check up on, but they don't necessarily lead to anything. And we'll probably go to one of those in a little bit with uh, Mr. Welker and uh, Herbert. But um, you're certainly not like actively like, okay, we know that the vampire of Saint Germain is over here and we got to go get him. Um Okay, so yeah, so you would head out looking for that on your own, you think? Yeah, why not? Sure. Okay, what time of day do you think you'd do this? Do you think you would do it like after? Same time of day as last time. I mean, we've like sort of had like an early dinner and like that amount of time. So around six. Okay. six. Uh, but sometime between like six and seven, you kind of excuse yourself and are like, oh, well, that dinner was good. Time for to go have a constitutional and mm -hmm. go take a walk. And, um, you come up with a reason why you want to be on your own and uh, you kind of wander around and you wander around for a while and you're kind of in a place where you, you run into a neighborhood where some of the streets, if you go one way, you encounter a road that if you go one way, it's one street. And if you go the other way, it's another street, which is always a big pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're kind of walking around and all the streets curve annoyingly. And then there you find, again, this park. And it's this, like I said, idyllic park. You find it kind of as the sun is, it's not setting, but it's beginning to go into sunset mode. It's certainly starting to cool off. Um, and again, this park looks like this idyllic English um, English setting. You see lavender, so what the map says should be here. Okay. So are you like on your phone trying to check that out? Mm -hmm. um, ooh, so that, ooh, that is good. Hmm. What do you think would be cooler here? Because I actually didn't think of that for some reason. Do you think it would make more sense if it, um, 
if it just like like you don't have reception um if inst it instead said you were someplace wildly different than where you were or if it said like you were at home ooh i like i like it saying you're at home yeah so it's just like you're like you're like where the you're like okay here's this park and you look down at your phone and you bring up the map and it just says you're standing outside your house and you like look around and you're like, that is absolutely not true. Okay, okay. Something fishy is afoot. Mm-hmm. So is there anything different about this park? Is the cat still there? Is the well still covered? Um Yeah, the well the well the well yeah. <laughs> Aside from all the children you've been tossing in there. No, yeah. the other there the well is still covered. And I think as you kind of are looking around, that cat uh I think jumps on top of the well. Um, and again, it's covered, so the cat doesn't fall into the well. The cat kind of jumps on top of the well and kind of uh, does cat stuff. It licks its paw and cleans its ear. It kind of stares at you. Yeah, it, it lick, puts its one leg up and licks its butthole. Does that thing where it's a cat and it sprays urine like wildly far. No, it, it's just staring at you, kind of doing little cat things, but it's staring at you fairly intently. So I'll like go try and interact as one with a cat. Like, hey, we will baby you, you, you kitty. Yeah. So you you kind of go up to it. And at first, it does that thing where it's like a cat, and it kind of steps back, and it maybe walks to the far end of the far end of the well. It's a well, so it's only like maybe at the most four four and a half feet in diameter. So it kind of goes there, and then it kind of goes forward, and it kind of gets close enough to you where it sniffs at your hand. When you go to do a little scratch under its hand, its paw comes up and kind of like moves your hand down. And the cat kind of sits back and just says like, well, you're here. What are you, what are you looking for? Didn't think I'd see you back here. Saw you with the boy and that was weird. What do you want? Walker will like take a second to collect his thoughts, thoughts including the, the fact that he's already dealt with a gill man and a werepanther. Mm -hmm. So like initial shock aside, this isn't the strangest thing he's seen this month. He needs to remember that. Uh, so, like, and trying think, to stay cool. And I think as we're seeing this, if this was a movie or if this was a TV show, it would be interspersed with these different images of what you're seeing. Some of the images are just you looking at a cat and hearing this voice, and other images are the cat actually talking to you, but they're they're hopping in and out. So it's unclear whether it, it, the cat's mouth actually moves, which is a yeah, very, exactly. That's the question when, I, when an animal talks: is the mouth moving? Right. Sometimes so, I yeah. So sometimes it's it is moving, and then other times you're just looking at it and hearing the voice. Yeah. What's the CGI budget for this, or is there a puppet? Um, I like the idea that we've got kind of a a little bit computer altered Salem from uh, old Melissa Joan Hart situation. But again, it's like a fat cats. orange cat. Okay. All right. So, uh, just very stupidly, Walker would say, "You can talk." I seems like you can find your way here. What's your story, there, friend? And the cat takes out from behind its back a pipe. I was so hoping you would say that. Yeah. So and happy. the cat. And again, there are scenes where there's a cat smoking a pipe, and there are other scenes where you're just staring at a cat. Okay. 
Um, um, and yeah, in some of these scenes, like the cat can like has a match and lights this thing. And then, which doesn't make sense. Cats don't have thumbs. How is it used holding this pipe? Oh, what if he just asked me to do it? It's like, would you mind? Yeah, like there's a lighter there. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, do you mind? I usually don't like asking, but since you're here and you seem grown enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll like, oh, of course. I'll like light up his pipe. Hmm. <laughs> he kind of, uh, kind of uh, sits, sits down in that weird cat position where they kind of weirdly sit on their butts and have their front paws like outward and yeah he's out. oh yeah a fat orange cat smoking a pipe talking i'll say uh i'm i'm mr welker who are you he's like you're some kind of detective well in a manner of speaking i i suppose you know like, i i thought maybe you'd be impressed that uh i'm not um i'm not freaking out you know i i'm a detective of strange things you're not even the strangest thing i've seen this month he says, well, all right then, Welker. <sighs> Detective, call me Matlock. You sure it's Why not, not? Catlock? I'm oh, sorry. boy, oh. And he takes a big puff of the thing. And he says, well, like I said, I'm glad you're grown because that certainly makes me want to drink again. <laughs> I say, where, where are we? I, I felt there was something weird about this place. He says, we're here in a park. What do you think we are? It's a fine spot, a garden. I call it home. Is this your park? He says, I look after it. Make sure that people can... Make sure that the... Oh, I think he says something like, make sure that the Weans can come by. Be safe. Keep it safe from creeps. That's why I wasn't too sure with you. Grown as you are, coming here all alone. Makes me wonder... I take it you have some bad experiences with grown creeps. Aye. But that brings me to that brings me to my own question here. Normally a grown man like you couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't find his way here, get lost, get stuck in the branches, too big, too big to fit through the rabbit hole to get down here. And now here you are. I thought it was weird when you well, put your rod. But now, even weirder on your own. I say, well, I I have dabbled in some things that a lot of people would consider strange. Maybe it's opened up my eyes. Hi. Could you go ahead and roll... Ooh, could you go ahead and roll weird for me? Right? Is that uh, the is that the stat? <clears throat> that definitely sounds like the stat. Um, yep, weird. That, I forgot if they called it that or not. I got ooh, got 10, baby. 10. All right. You come to the realization pretty quickly that you're like, oh, man. He's bringing this up. The reason I could not get here in other times is you were always walking with your wife, your older daughter. Um, and now that you, when you were walking here just with your younger son, or now that you're here by yourself, you can find this place. But the weird thing again is you're a grown man. If the problem is those other people were too old, how the hell are you not too old? And um, if you bring that up to the cat, mm -hmm. which do, do you want to bring that up to the cat? In yeah, a, well, this line of inquiry, I'll say, uh, um, 
I tried to find you earlier with my family. I can only assume that me being alone is the reason I'm able to find you this time, but why me? You got any thoughts on that? I shouldn't be there. Shouldn't be able to get here at all. I help watch out for this place to uh, to keep the Wiyans safe from prying weird eyes, but something must, something must have touched you. Something from... Huh. Maybe something more like where I'm from. Where are you from? He says... And then this cat just kind of like uh, takes a big drag or big puff of this pipe and just says, you know, I don't always look like this. Sometimes I can change how I look. And they say that some of us, well, sometimes we get stuck in one way or another. Hate to have that be me. Especially for those who could get themselves stuck. Like one of you. He points a claw at you. You mean a human? Hi. One of the men folk. There's not a lot of us. There's not a lot of us left, but maybe there's more than I thought. Maybe there's some that are just changed so they don't even know it. And maybe that's who you met. Maybe you rubbed off on you. Hmm. So tell me, Mr. Walker. Who's been rubbing off on you, hey? And I think that's when um, uh, he gives you a like a very tiny bottle of like brandy. Uh-huh. It'd be rude not to take it. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, hell, why not? I'll just drink it right there. Hi. He says, "Yeah, I'll make sure this place stays safe." Like, but don't you go bringing, but don't you go bringing nobody else around here, even if they'd been rubbed off on by the same one you'd been rubbed off on. I'll keep that in mind. I would never do anything to uh, to intrude upon your 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 home unless it was a very good reason. Um, I gotta ask though, you you say you keep this place for small ones. How is it that I haven't seen anyone else in this park, and how is it that you could attract um, children and not their parents? He says, the Weans can the Weans can find the place. Their uh, their grown folks can't. That part's not too crazy. What's always what's hidden to one blinders on one horse, not on another. That kind of thing. You know they say that some animals can't see some colors. Mm-hmm. Been a lot of animals and I've seen a lot of colors, so gotta say it seems pretty right. Well, as you said, I'm one of the. You're not. Um, you haven't met many adult people who can interact with you, so I must be a pretty rare. I might be a pretty rare opportunity for you. Is there anything I can help you with? Ooh, and I think he'll just say he'll say something like, "I've met as many grown men as I can, uh, as I'd like." And he gives you some more of the brandy. I met as many grown men as I would like. You keep this place for the Weans. And they'll not, they'll not thank you yet. But they'll thank you when they're old enough to be grown. And, uh, yeah, I think you say, like, fair enough and take another swig of this wine. And uh, you kind of, like, tilt your head back and close your eyes as you drink this tiny bottle of wine. Almost imagine, like, a, uh, 
it looks like a perfume bottle. Mm -hmm. You're kind of sipping out of that. And it's this weird brandy that's uh, like noxiously sweet. Um, and when you kind of like, like put that down, you kind of like look forward and, um, you're in your neighbor's yard and, uh, like the sun has gone down and your, your phone is vibrating like crazy or ringing like crazy. And it just says like, Julia, 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 like as it's ringing. Sure. I'll get in touch with her and sort of smooth things up. Right. And I, I mean, you're literally just in your next door neighbor's yard. So yeah, I'll just walk over there and be like, yeah. oh, hey, sorry. My phone She's talking. like, where were you? I couldn't get a hold of you. You were gone for a couple hours. You said you'd be back really soon. Well, you know, sometimes a, sometimes a man's feet get to wandering. Yeah. And I think she says, like, have you been drinking? There's something I want to look up. Like, I don't know if this is like at all thematically related, but I'm going to want to look up if there's been any child disappearances in this area lately or at all. Hmm. I'll say certainly like in your neighborhood, there has not been anything that stands out to you as like weird. No unusual amounts of like disappearing children in that area. No. Cool. Not a nefarious cat necessarily then. Cool. Just a cool cat. Just a jellical cat. Okay. <laughs> Let's do a quick scene with um, uh, Mr. Welker and with Herbert. And so this is where I think you guys, this is a situation in which you've got a, um, you guys are looking up regularly these different things that seem like they might be paranormal or supernatural things that seem unexplained then you look into them and a lot of them end up being duds like hell we've only seen two that haven't um so i think that you guys are looking into a mystery that seems like it might be a mystery but when you get there and then upon further investigation it's a dud it's it might still be a bad thing but it's like a bad thing that the regular cops would deal with. Gotcha. Um, so I think we join um, Herbert Mock and Mr. Welker at an interesting location um, that they're looking into, looking into something. So uh, Herbert, could you, or Mr. Welker, could you give me the location? Carly. Oh. Um, um, I keep wanting to say a quarry, but that doesn't make any sense. There are quarries uh, in Florida. Sure. It's a quarry then. Okay. So you're at a quarry. Okay. So you're at a quarry. It's maybe like a limestone quarry or they're like pulling something up or maybe it's a, uh, like a fertilizer plant or something like that. And it kind of is set up the way a quarry is, as they're like digging out chunks of stuff. Um, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And uh, there's those machines that kind of like dig stuff out and seemingly throw it onto another pile. And when you drive by on the road, you're like, I don't know what that even is. Um, Dark blade, or should I say Herbert, what was the thing that initially kind of tickled your interest that there's something mysterious? What did you think you maybe had? You're like, it's a long shot, but this might be. Oh, they were um, bones of lizard people. Yeah, so uh, there were some like... Um, oh, Not there dinosaurs. Were, 
lizard people. Yeah. So nearby, there were some like strange remains that were found. Yeah. Uh, in the quarry where they're digging, they came across. Uh, in, yeah. In, in this quarry. And so maybe you guys are in there. Um, maybe it's kind of after hours and you guys have broken in even. Or does that sure. sound not, not your style? Uh, Dark play doesn't mind jumping the fence. I mean, there could, there could, there could be like a situation where there's like a quarry foreman who's like, yeah, this is where we found him over there. If you want to look around, go for it, but you got to wear these hard hats and don't step past this. So maybe that's the, that's the scene. So we see this quarry and you guys, uh, there's a, there's a quarry foreman. This is almost like a law and order scene where the guy's like, yeah, we found her over here. So he's like, yeah, we found these bones. And he's yelling because this giant machine is shooting out fertilizer or whatever the hell, like that it's digging up phosphorus or nitrogen or whatever it is, um, like rich soil. And he's like, yeah, we found those bones over here when we were moving into this area. If you guys want to look around, that's fine. But again, you got to wear these hard hats. And if you go past there, you're real danger of slipping down the side here. So just stick around. Uh, you got these vests so we can see you. That'll be fine follow all of his instructions to the letter nodding amiably yeah so this guy kind of like goes to do some other stuff he doesn't think he has to be like watching you like a hawk he doesn't seem to be hiding anything at all it's just kind of like we we all the fertilizer. yeah you steal all the fertilizer you guys are terrorists all right <laughs> um but yeah so you thought that these were lizard people and as you guys are kind of like looking at where they had seen this stuff um, you can find, uh, we'll come up with the explanation for why this actually isn't anything in a little bit, but while you're looking this up, you guys get some alone time. And I think that Mr. Welker and Darkblade often don't get this. Oh, okay. So I'll be like, um, Mr. Blade, how was your date? It was, it was um, pretty solid. Uh, have you ever heard of Outback Steakhouse? <laughs> I have. Uh, Julia is a big fan, and I must confess, so am I. <laughs> it's kind of a, a grand slam. <laughs> I say, so, oh, well, I'm glad. It, so it went well. Oh, yeah. I got a kiss on the lips from Addy. Well, you dog. Yeah. And um, I, fair to say that this little senorita this college girl that he brought along with her she was really chatting up ashton well i'm glad it was a double date double success yeah i'm pretty sure she's um you know she's in college i don't know if she's figured out like what she wants in life yet or anything like that um so you know but i'm sure it'll be just like at least a fun fling for ashton well, I'm sure he'll appreciate your role in uh, ha letting him have some fun then. Oh, I think Ashen's a freak. <laughs> How so? Oh, you should have seen him. He's an animal. I mean, he was just like, yeah, like, um, you know, I don't know about that. Like, um, and she was just eating up every word. Like, he, I'm pretty sure he got her number afterwards on the first date well i'm not surprised he's a charming young man yeah 
And I mean, she like just kept, I mean, she was so into him because she's like, she, that girl, all like her number one interest was probably wear Panthers. And so that's why she really liked, you know, just loved hearing Ashton talk. Oh, did you talk about wear Panthers a lot? Well, <laughs> we did and we didn't wink and he'll wink and say wink. You just look back at you like expectantly. Yeah, no, she was really impressed by what we do. Um, even though she doesn't even know the least bit about what we do. Other than she knows that there aren't any more wear panthers to worry about. It would be in everyone's best interest if she didn't know the least bit of what we do. You know that, right, Mr. Blade? Yeah, no, I've... But look, you know, I, I just told her what is out there in the public about wear panthers, like... You can find it on the on Wikipedia. Yeah, that stuff's out there, man. Just like lizard people, big pool of blood, psychic, psychic, um, homicidal, uh, squid, mind players. Yeah, you know that that brings me to something I've been meaning to ask you, Mister Blade. Uh, I know you're. Um... I know you're still maintaining your website, and of also she would. Mm -hmm. um, but you know that our work, um, our our work requires a certain amount of secrecy for everyone's best interest. Of course, the company can't do its good work, you know, if everyone, um, if uh, if they're impeded by even well-wishing people. Ooh, all right, uh, Herbert, could you go ahead and make a cool roll for me? Okay. It's a oh four. Got four. Ooh. Okay. So here's here's the thoughts that I or some of the thoughts that kind of go through your head, and you can kind of uh, turn them into Herbert thoughts. Um, your whole life, you've always been able to see more than other people have been able to see. And everybody's always been bothered about you telling them the truth, whether it's um, the moderators on forums, whether it's school counselors, those kind of people. Every You've always known this stuff, and now you know it's true, and now there's another person telling you that you can't tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And I think that you are bothered by this situation, um, especially because, like, from the youngest age that you can remember, you've always known about this kind of stuff and that it was true. Like you can, you've always been able to feel it in your bones, in your blood, that this was true. And now that you have proof, there are people telling you to shut up about it. This is no good, man. Mm -mm. No bueno, hombre. Yeah. Well, Mr. Wilker. You have nothing to worry about, Herbert, um, talking, uh, you know, to people asking questions. But if you're asking Darkblade to not share the truth and not pull the fleece from the eyes of the people who are looking for the truth, that's not why I got into this. Why did you get into this, Mr. Blade? Because we are not 
we are not alone in the world that we live in. And I think that it's important for us to protect ourselves from those who wish us harm. And it's important to understand and make friends with um, those creatures that we don't understand who could be our allies. And I um, don't know, you know, I thought that joining Lorecorp was the way to, you know, be an ambassador of humanity, um, like a Jedi. But now I just don't know anymore. Hmm. Well, Mr. Blade, I, I hope I can reassure you that your your goals are just as noble as I always thought they were. And you've joined the right side. Lorecore wants all the same things you do. We want to help people. We want to demystify the mysteries so that we can use them to better mankind and keep it safer. But you know, it's going to be harder for us, our team, which includes you now, to do that if our work is impeded by letting these things out in um, in a dangerous way. Uh, and you know, it really falls on all of us to make sure that Lorecore can do its work and help people as you want. And, I, and that includes not spreading the information about the Were Panthers, the Gill Man, um, talking animals, what have you. Talking animals? You know, just an example. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. So I guess um, they shouldn't tell stories on TV. Are you gonna? Are you gonna tell? Lucas Films, they can't make any more Star Wars sequels. We discover uh, that these bones that had been like these strange bones uh, were actually just affected by like chemical stuff from the fertilizer. Oh, and, and that's uh, when, why they are hollow. We thought these were bird people. Yeah, we thought these were bird people. <laughs> yeah, so there was there was weird stuff that like the fertilizer had burned them. I think maybe they're not even. They might not be human remains. They might have just been like so kind of like malformed that people didn't know what it was. And eventually you're able to kind of bring these to a lab and get that stuff there and discover like, oh, they were actually the bones of such and such animal um, that were like kind of like messed up by like chemical burns from this fertilizer treatment that goes on. But I think there is a, um, a scene to kind of wrap things up for Alex there's a, a scene of, of Darkblade kind of going home, going down into the basement and remembering when he was a kid, having um, like visions of um, like animals that could speak like regularly. And uh, maybe he looks at like, um, like a figurine of an animal. And he just kind of says like talking animals. Maybe this is happening after that um, after that date that mm -hmm. the double date that Ashton and uh, Darkblade went on with Addie and Regan and you kind of go back home you've got your new suit that you got uh, fitted for Oh, that's right <laughs> And you're like, all right, this suit looks good. I'm looking very, very important. 
and you look down at uh, all your other clothes, and you're in a situation where you're like, well, shit. Just all of the rest of the clothing is dirty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this ever um, working the night shift at UCF when you'd see girls in um, like prom dresses. <laughs> and it was because all of their clothing was dirty. And so they were like, uh, I haven't done laundry in weeks and weeks. So everything's dirty. The only thing I have is this formal dress. Nice. I just remember people constantly stealing people's underwear from those. I, Epidemic. I don't remember that part, but really? yeah. I feel like it happened multiple times when I was working there. Like, if somebody came in and was like, someone stole my underwear. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, sorry. Oh, fine. Here it is. And you <laughs> yeah. gave it back to him. <laughs> it's so comfy, though. Yeah. Fine. Anyway, do a better job of washing these. <laughs> um. All right. So Ashton maybe heads back home. Um. So Ashton lives kind of more in the downtown area, we said, of Palmetto City, right? Sure. And he lives kind of in like a little studio apartment. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the good thing is, yeah, you got to do laundry at home, but you also got this dope new job that you can uh, tell the folks about back home while you're doing laundry. And um, I assume they don't live in downtown. Yeah, probably not. Palmetto I think- City. They live in some kind of suburb area, I bet. Okay. Do they live in like like a good schlep away from downtown? Do they live in like technically a nearby town that's a like um uh Oh, they they live in Hammock Heights. They live in Hammock Heights nearby. Okay, yep. that's cool. The retirement right, so. community basically. Cool. So okay, so Ashton's mom is is she of like retiring age? Oh yeah. I guess not really a, not like a retirement, but like a place with way more old people. Okay. So instead of retirement. Gotcha. So it's not a retirement community per se, but it's a community where there's a lot of retired folks. Yeah. And I think we described it as super touristy. It's like right on the coast. Mm-hmm. You can buy like sparkly seashells at the gas stations. and stuff. Nice. Okay. So, uh, Ashton's mom, whose name is Linda Green Carpenter. Or Linda yeah, Car- Green, yeah, Green's her maiden, her maiden name. Okay. Or so her Lin- previous name, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Neither one. So yeah, so Linda, um, they live, Linda and Ron Carpenter live in Hammock Heights. They live not on the beach, but pretty close to it. Um, quick, a very short drive or a short bike ride could get them to the beach. They live, most of the folks nearby are kind of retired or there's a lot of houses that are rental properties, that kind of thing. Live in like a little one story um, place and outside has like a carport, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, you kind of pull into, pull in behind their car and their car is of course some kind of like is it maybe like a minivan kind of a thing or a uh, like a PT cruiser or something <laughs> real cheesy? Oh, it's uh, it's like a RAV4. Okay. So they've got some kind of like a, uh, like an SUV. Yeah. I, th- I think that's like a, it's like a tiny SUV, a RAV4. I forget. There's like a special term for it, but it's okay. Compact SUV. Yeah. Something like that. 
All right. So yeah. Like, oh, I, I want to look cool, but this is really just a regular car. I feel cool. so many moms, including mine, have that same car. There we go. So yeah, so she's got like a Rav Four, a Honda CR, Honda CRV kind of a oh, yeah, looking exactly. car, mm -hmm. and um, uh, does Ron, her her husband, Ashton's stepfather, have another car? Or do they just share the one car? Because oh, they've got a they've got to have two, of course. So they've got like a little compact SUV, and um, I'm thinking Ron's got to have some kind of a. Uh you know, like midlife crisis type car. Gotcha. So like a, a sports, a sports car, but not really fancy. Yeah. And okay. like from the sixties or something. And it's like kind of made up, like kept up, but not really. Okay. Sure. Uh, he's got like a, um, he's got a, he's perpetually working on it. Uh, like Trans Am, the kind of car that Dwight drove. Yeah, exactly. Office. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna keep meaning to get it repainted, kind of a thing. And at the moment, it just looks, it just doesn't look very good. Mm -hmm. And like, no, 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 I want to do it. It'll be, a, it'll be a good project, kind of a thing. Yeah, and a real um, Tim Allen here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> he, uh, so yeah, so Ashton pulls in. We see him kind of come in with a huge sack of laundry. Yeah. And, oh man. Um, oh, you know what? He, I think, he does. We said that he doesn't have a car at all, so maybe he's a uh, like the uh, the city bus or something comes over and he undoes his bike and mm -hmm. puts it in there. Oh yeah, so yeah, so he's actually let's not do this scene and we'll mm -hmm. do a scene of him buying a car from the used car salesman. We could do that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, but yeah, so he he gets off of we we see a bus pull up, kind of in this beach beachy community in front of like a a little strip mall shopping plaza with um, like a, like a little dive bar, a convenience store, some shops that are closed that sell like swimsuits and pool toy, like a, uh, like beach toys and that kind of stuff. And he gets out. He has that huge sack of laundry. He goes to the front of the bus, gets his bike off the front of the bus. Like is like awkwardly, riding a bike with a Santa Clausian-esque sack of laundry. He's wearing a palm prom dress for some reason. He's wearing a palm a palm dress. Yeah. A prom <laughs> That's what I said dress. too. Yeah. He's dressed as Santa. Um so uh he's wearing his suit, I assume, because that's his like cleanest clothing. Mm -hmm. And he gets up to this house, which again we said is near the beach. It's got it's just a one-story house. It's got a carport. There's a compact SUV, kind of an older Trans Am that his stepdad is perpetually working on, but he's never really finished with the thing. It always kind of looks a little crappy. And um like each door is a different color. Yeah, I'm thinking that that kind of thing where he's like, oh, I'm gonna uh, I gotta get to painting it. Well, you know, and so uh, does, did Ashton like talk to his mom in advance about coming here to do laundry or did he just kind of show up and like, Oh, just go home and do laundry. Yeah. Maybe he just showed up. Okay. I, know, I was like, which one would be more interesting? I'm like, yeah, they're fine. Okay. That works. Um, are his mom and stepdad, and this doesn't have to mean having sex. Are they doing anything that would be funny for Ashton to walk in on? What would be something funny? Um, aside from them just doing it. Uh, it might, might be like them trying to have like a romantic dinner or them watching like a really serious movie. 
Oh, I, I love that romantic dinner idea. That's pretty good. Okay, so there's like a flower with a vase, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you hear, uh, you're you kind of plop down your laundry and you break out your keys and trying to find the house key for the old house. And you, by the time you get it, you unlock the deadbolt. And by the time you're going down to the doorknob, the door opens and pulls the keys out of your hand. And um, it's, it's Ron. And I think this is the first time we see him. And how would you describe Ron? He, uh, he's a very big uh, kind of guy. I think he's, like the big and tall, like both, mm -hmm. both ways. Gotcha. The refrigerator of a man. Okay. So just this huge guy fills the door frame. Yeah. He's, he's like balding. He's got like a little mustache. Um, hmm. he, oh, he's probably like a football player back in, you know, high school. Mm -hmm. Not okay. so much anymore, but still you can tell. And he's wearing, uh, like kind of a nicer shirt tucked into some uh, some jeans or maybe even some khakis and he does indeed have the napkin kind of tucked down the front of the the front of the shirt like he's a cartoon character who's about to really dig into a roast chicken mm -hmm. and uh, he's like oh oh hey there Ashton how you doing uh honey it's uh, Linda it's it's a a Ashton's here here um yeah come on in come on in and he kind of motions you in and yeah, you see inside your mom kind of getting up and taking, she also had like a napkin on her, on her lap and there's like music playing. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, there's a, like a rose on the table and they were having maybe like a, uh, like a steak dinner or something like that, that they were very clearly having their own date night. Um. Mm -hmm. There's even like on the TV the little thing that's like the just the fire, like a fireplace. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and so you're very clearly like kind of interrupting your uh, mother and stepfather's date night that they were trying to do stuff. And maybe you see um, over in the corner a bag that's like a like a takeout bag from a restaurant or something like that. Like they went to a restaurant, got this stuff, and came back. Oh, Outback. Kind of, thing. <laughs> of course, it's Outback. <laughs> Um, they've, yeah, they've got the blooming onion in the little plastic that they. Yeah, like exactly. Eating. They've. Oh, yeah. I think I think that just the bag is there to imply that they got this from there, mm -hmm. but that everything's been put on plates, and so it looks gotcha. like fancy at the table. So, Ash, your, uh, Linda, your mom is like, like, oh, Ashy, oh, he hey, hello, oh, um, come in. Oh, you brought your um, you brought your laundry, and she oh. goes over to the. I think your your stepdad goes over to the um the stereo and turns it off. Yeah. And it's gotta be like Kenny G or something like that. Yeah, right? absolutely. It was yeah. like smooth jazz. You hear smooth <laughs> jazz coming at you live from W three, one, and he turns it off. Mm -hmm. And I think Ashen's just like a, a deer in the headlights kind of thing. Like, Oh, Hey, I, wow. I didn't know. Um, it's kind of early for dinner, I guess. Um, but I think she says like, well, it's already five 30. <laughs> exactly. She said something like that. It's like, Oh wow. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm really sorry. I just, I brought my laundry and I didn't want to interrupt anything. Um, but yeah. And, and I guess I had some kind of news and stuff, but don't worry about that. I can just do my laundry real fast. She's like, Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's all right here. Um, well, why don't you, why don't you, uh, why don't you throw that stuff in the machine and uh, why don't you come out here and 
um, have some snacks, and uh, you can tell you can tell us your your big news. And I think uh, I think Ron's like like yeah, come on, we got this blooming onion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got this. They They're got so a, delicious. Yeah, it's it's delicious. It's got just a little zing, a little zing. You know what I like to do? I like to mix a little hot sauce in there to give it a little extra pep in its step. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, come on here. I'll make you a plate. So he is like taking with a fork, blooming onion petals uh, and putting it on there for <laughs> you and being like, here you go, Ashy. He makes you that while we see Ashton kind of like walk through this house. Was this the house that Ashton grew up in? Or is this a house that like his mother moved into later? Or did he only spend like late years of his life there? Or is this like, oh, this was Ron's house and she moved in here later. Or Like, what's the deal? Oh, yeah, maybe it is Ron's house. Okay. So maybe he was like a teenager. I mean, I guess he's maybe still a teenager. He's like early 20s or so. So Mm -hmm. maybe just through his high school years, he lived here. Okay. So, yeah, so there's... um, We kind of walk past a room that used to be Ashton's bedroom. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a bed in there that's made up, but there seems to be like increasingly more like stuff encroaching on it where it seems to also maybe be an office kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's like a desk and there's other stuff. And um, maybe on the bed, there's a bunch of books about like auto repair and restoration. Mm -hmm. Ron's been in there doing stuff, but we see some pictures of Ashton through high school. We get like a little snapshot here and there. Oh, there's a thing that's like Easter egg hunt champion. Oh, I love that. Yeah, perfect. So there's like like a like a guy in a bunny suit giving Ashton a trophy, and Ashton's just crying because <laughs> this terrifying Easter bunny man is next to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, your mom saved it, and it says like whatever the year was on the bottom. And uh, camp such and such scavenger hunt champion, and there's like another like dumb trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, it's, a, it's it's more comedic. I was going to say like a, like a weird camp counselor dressed up like a native American, but Ashton is still crying again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, keep it going. <laughs> and it's like the superlative, like the high school superlative is like most likely to f- find his keys or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe he has a, uh, maybe there's like a little clip out of like a high school or like middle school newspaper thing. That's usually just a couple pages, but it's like, like this boy helped, um, this boy helped a blind student find this thing that they lost. Their sight. Like, yeah. Their sight. Wow. <laughs> He's a miracle worker. <laughs> and it's a blind person standing next to Ashton. And again, Ashton's just crying. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so scared. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we see these different kind of images of, of Ashton, um, kind of throughout his younger years, even though he's very young and he kind of throws his laundry in there and we see him kind of set the thing. And then he's back in the, uh, in the living room or dining room or wherever with Ron and Linda and, and your mom is like, like, Oh, Ron fixed you a plate. Uh, what was the, what's the big news? Did you hold on? Did you use softener? Yes, I did. I, I mean, they have the instructions right there, Mom. For everything or just for the towels? Wait, you use it for everything? So no, just just use it. Just use it on the towels if you want. If you use it on everything, it causes problems. Did you use it on everything? 
Just on the regular clothes. Oh, it, just like they say it on the box, mom. <laughs> and I, and I think she's like, <sighs> uh, like ashy. Your clothes are going to be all, they are not going to, she, she says, I honestly don't know. I have not used fabric softener in a very long time, but I think she's like, she's like, your clothes are just, they're not going to sit right now. So, Oh, you're wearing, you know what? I, when you were carrying that laundry, I didn't even notice that you're wearing a suit. Look at this suit, Ron. And Ron's like, that's a pretty good look, pretty good looking suit. Where'd you get that men's warehouse? Or did you get it at the Dillard's? He's like, no, my, my uh, boss actually got it for me. And that on that trip, I just took. And your mom's like, your boss, I thought, from from the internship? Well, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not anymore. I got promoted. Oh, and I think uh, Ron's like, well, looks like somebody deserves a congratulations beer. Hold on. And he, like, goes and he gets a bottle of, I don't know, Michelob light and uh, uh, like pours it into a glass and is like, here you go. I had one of these frosty cups hanging out in the freezer. And he's like, Oh, I, I mean, I don't really like beer. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's like, even he, he like drinks some and then makes a face, but yeah, keeps drinking it. I think Ron like goes to, he's like, I'm going to go get another one of these for myself. If I don't mind, have a celebration even, of my own. You know, that beer tastes like, there's <laughs> like the taste. Tastes like anything. Yeah. So, yeah. So your mom's like, uh, your mom says to you, you know, oh, well, so you, you, you got an actual job. Is it with the same company? Uh, yeah, they actually, I guess um, they were paying attention to all the hard work I was doing. And, you know, they, they flew me out and they had a big meeting and they made me um, the, ju the junior regional project manager. Oh, that's, that's, she's like, oh, that's so amazing. You know, I'm so, I was going to tell you that your uncle and uh, his is, has, has another position at his company, but I guess, I guess that old Arnie will just have to find somebody else to, um to, to work as secretary because, because Ashy Green here has uh, himself a new position. That's pretty exciting. So what's, what are you going to be doing? Well, um, Actually, it's um, hmm. and his he kind of like uh maybe deflates a little, and he's like, well, I mean, kind of basically the same thing as I was before, but you know, they really believe in me now, so it's also pretty different. She's like, well, I knew you'd find some kind of position. It was, it was, it it, it took you a little while, but you're always so good at you're always so good at finding things, especially when you kind of just went your own way. I'm I'm really proud really proud of you for doing that. I mean. Ron, I told you that long ago, he was always the one who could find anything that was lost in the house. And Ron's like, yeah, I've seen the I've seen the poster for the Easter egg hunt. <laughs> and it's like regular uh, Columbo over here. And he does a Columbo impression. And he's like, let me just tell you one more thing. Let me tell you one more thing. Um, Nation's like, who? Yeah, exactly. Who? I just watched a movie with Peter Falk in it when he was very old. And it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, but so, yeah, he does this impression and he's like, ha ha, and he has his own beer and he kind of sits down and he's nibbling at some of the Bloomin' Onion petals. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, your mom says like, you know, whenever we would lose, whenever we would lose something, Ashy here was always the one who could find it, whatever it was. So, you know what? I'm, I shouldn't have been surprised and I shouldn't have been worried. 
we knew we knew you were gonna I should have known you were gonna find something. Now if you can just find uh find yourself a a girlfriend and maybe I can maybe we can find us some grandkids. Oh mom, come on. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Well, moving on from that, I mean I think it was your I'm embarrassing you... him, she says to Ron. <laughs> well, mom, I'm trying to thank you. Do you remember when you sent me that little clip? clipping from the newspaper about um oh cousin jerome <laughs> of course yeah uh my cousin jerome oh like, yeah jerome like, did that football thing or something i forget but actually on the back of that was where i found the uh listing for this um job in the first place that's wild think about that that you that you were able to just flip that over and even knew to look at the back of that this is that's oh. He's always been good with this stuff, Ron. And Ron's like, he's like a regular Sherlock Holmes over here. And he <laughs> pretends to smoke a pipe. And is like, well, well, governor, now that you've got, yeah. He's like, well, governor, now that you've got this new fancy position, um, are you going to be, are you going to be looking for a new place? Not that there's anything wrong with that place. It's 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 a nice spot for a for a single young hip cool bachelor. But don't become too much of a wild and crazy guy. And your mom, your mom is like like you do need to find a new place, Ashley. That place it doesn't have a laundry facility. It's just a studio apartment, and it's close enough to the school. And honestly, I'm glad that you're not taking too many classes at that school anymore because. Um, Apparently there was some kind of tiger or wolf running around or something. It makes me nervous. And yeah, Ashton just kind of looks back and forth and just like, oh, well, I wouldn't worry about that stuff. But yeah, I was thinking about getting a new place. I'll have to, I guess, look around and, you know, I, I wouldn't mind upgrading the old bike out there too. Oh yeah. And I think Ron's like, it'll be pretty tough to pick up ladies on that thing. And, uh, and, he, and he makes like a little bring, bring, like kind of impression. Um, it's just, I'm just doing me as a, as a goofy dad, I think. Um, like, is this, is this the guy from police Academy? Yeah, exactly. It's my, my, Michael Winslow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Ron, uh, your mother is, I think getting like annoyed with him that he keeps trying to jump into this conversation. But I think if we like in went into Ron's mind, we would know he's like, I don't know what to say here. I'll just keep making mm -hmm. these jokes. <laughs> um, but so she's like, well, it's good that you've been able to find a new, been able to find a new position. It'll be great if you can, uh, if you can find yourself a new place and definitely if you could get a ride, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. You know, Ron and I have been trying to help you out however we can, but now that you're, now that you've got your own, uh, situation taken care of, you can really spread your wings. Oh yeah. I can still, yeah, of course. I think it should be pretty good. I'm gonna, you know, start looking for a place and, but yeah, I wanted to, to let you, let you know. And I, I mean, also I, I the laundry too, but, there's a phone call and she mm -hmm. has to, she goes, it's still a cord phone, of course. Of course. And, uh, it's, she's like, Oh, Oh, uh, I don't know. Some random old, like middle-aged lady name, mm -hmm. like talking, like her friend called. She's like, Oh, well, really? Do you know Ashen's looking for a place? And she's like, you know what? My, she hangs up and it's like, my, my good friend, so-and-so, um, you know, she has all those properties over by where you live and 
She has the perfect place right available now. She said she's trying to get rid of it. She had to evict the last people. There's your place. That could be perfect. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, you guys just theoretically, just because he was talking about it out loud, like somehow psychically, this friend heard, like got it or something. Does that make sense? Yeah. So maybe as you're talking to your mom, like the phone rings. And she's like, oh, this phone always rings whenever we're having dinner or wherever. Hello? Oh, hey, Dolores. No. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, my God. And you hear your mom kind of talking for just a couple minutes. I think and Ashton, like, while she, he's, she's on the phone, he kind of leans over. And it's like, oh, Ron, are you going to have the rest of that bloom onion? I might wrap it up and take it. And I think I think there's like a <laughs> like a. A look on Ron's face of like, like, oh, geez. But yeah, he's like, no, cut yourself a cut yourself a slice off of that that bad boy and take her back and throw her on the barbie. <laughs> um, And your mom's like, like, all right, well, yeah. And she you hear her hang up and she's like, that was Dolores. You remember Dolores? She used to live with us when we lived over on 40th. Uh, Kind of Not live with us. She used to live next to us when we lived over on 40th. A little bit. Was she yeah. the one with the big hair or the little hair? Well, she she used to have that really, really big hair, but then later on she had to she had to start wearing hats all the time. But yeah, Dolores, she has all these properties over in the area where you live. And she just had to evict a tenant over there because he wasn't um because he, he kept breaking the plumbing. And so it was every, it was every she's like it was every month apparently she had to have a plumber in there so this guy's out and now she's got this she's got a place right near you it's wild if you hadn't come here and told me this i wouldn't even have thought to to bring it up oh uh well i don't know i guess i can look at it when i get there but yeah maybe she's like you have dolores's number right uh, you might have to give it to me, I guess. But... Here, here, hold on. And she like goes through like a big address book and she <laughs> writes it down on a sticky note mm. for you. And she's like, that's near where you live, right? It's on the other side of that one building that we saw, that one, that building with the restaurant that Ron that Ron wanted to go to. And I think he's like, no, this isn't this is like the nice part of the neighborhood. And she's I don't, like, well, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to afford that, but I don't know, I'll check it out. You you can you can talk to Dolores, I'm sure, and work something out. And somebody's got a new fancy job, so hey. And Ron's like, new swinging bachelor pad. <laughs> so and Ashen's just like scooping uh mm-hmm. blooming onion into a bag or something. Yeah. So maybe the family goes out to a uh like a restaurant that's not like uh, like on a lakeside. Yeah, I mean, where wouldn't the family go, you know? There you go. Families. Okay. Yeah, so maybe they go to a place and I'll come up with a, a name for that. And I think that'll be a uh, an interesting thing because uh, essentially what we're going to see is that there's, some, there's someone or something watching you from this lake. Something that we see submerge back under the water something that might have been angry because you've stolen its eggs.
This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. You ready, Carl? Absolutely. All right. Um, as, uh, as your wife staples your scrotum to the floor as part of your weekly sex ritual. Now, um, <laughs> 